Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello. Okay, I am really excited for this episode because we're still kind of in the new year. We're a couple weeks into it, but you're probably still thinking about what you want your year to look like. I don't know. I kind of spend January just processing everything and thinking about where I want to go and all of that. And even if you're maybe someone that doesn't buy into all the hype of New Year's resolution, you're probably still kind of thinking about what you want this year to look like. And I don't know about you, but I think we're all crossing our fingers. It doesn't look quite the same as 2020. (laughs) I'm not sure, but I'm feeling that way. So maybe you have some goals for your year. And today I'm going to teach you a unique, but also very common sense way of setting goals that actually last all year instead of say the first two weeks or a month or two months. But usually it doesn't go much further than that. This method of goal setting can be used in any area of your life, including health and wellness, finances, business, or any other goals that you might have. So you can use this for anything. And I think that's kind of fun because I know we talk so much about health and wellness around here and I don't really have skills to talk about finances or business or anything like that. But I think it's a really great way to say, hey, I could apply this to other areas of my life um, when I'm thinking about other goals because this is an exact way that um, I've really been successful in my own goals as well as helping women reach some of their own health and wellness goals. So in order to talk through this, we need a calendar. And unfortunately, we're not sitting next to each other and I don't have a way of showing it to you. So you have to turn on some um, brain power, I guess. (laughs) Imagination is the word I'm looking for. And it's your turn to visualize for a minute. I want you to visualize a calendar a yearly calendar showing all 12 months of the year. So each box is a month and you have 12 boxes for basically each year, right? So you have January, February, March, April, and you can kind of visualize that. Now I want to walk you through what we traditionally do with our goals. Okay, how do we usually start? Usually we look at January and we decide that we're going to lose weight. So we decide we're going to eat a particular way, maybe go on a diet or just like eliminate 
maybe eliminate sugar and soda and carbs and we're going to go to the gym or at least get in 30 minutes of exercise every day because that's what we're supposed to do and well we're kind of stressed so we're going to get some some sort of yoga program or maybe like a meditation app and we're going to do that and so we have all of these grand ideas for our goals right and we write them all down and it's good to have a bunch of goals but what we do is we try to cram them all in january <laughs> we try to say okay well i have all these goals i'm going to start on all of them right now and i'm going to do everything at once and we try to kind of overhaul everything and you know what it might last for a week or two or maybe three maybe it lasts for a day <laughs> but what usually happens we tend to fail we crash and burn, right? Because we can't maintain all of those goals at that time. So then we give up and we kind of just blah, right? We just feel whatever. And maybe like March, April, we decide to do it again. And we're like, yeah, this is the time. This is the time. And so we create all the goals again and we write them all down and we do it for a little bit and then we crash and burn. And then we go September. Okay, we can do this. I can prepare myself for the holidays. Like September, we got this and we do it and we crash and burn. And it's because... We try to do everything at once, and this is why it's not working. And you're probably thinking, yeah, that's common sense, it makes sense. But I want to walk you through why we do it. Why do we do this? Because it makes sense when I say it out loud, you're like, yeah, that makes sense, but why? Why do I struggle so much? It's because the only way that we've learned to make changes in our lives is by writing what I like to call the motivation wave. We get motivated by something, and it's not always a positive motivation, okay? Remember, we talked in a couple of episodes back, I think episode seven, um, a lot of times it's out of desperation to change, okay? But either way, we're there's some sort of motivation there to change. So we set up our goals and we go for it, and we have high motivation, the wave is at its highest, so we create high amounts of goals, okay? But once that motivation kind of drops a bit, things get hard, life happens, we mess up, that motivation wave crashes on the shore and we're looking for another one to ride. And this is the exact reason that you don't probably make it past a few weeks with your goals. And what I want you to know is it's not your fault. (laughs) Yay, doesn't that feel kind of good to like not feel the responsibility? It's not your fault. You're just missing all of the parts of what we call a successful behavior change equation. And I believe last week I introduced you to BJ Fogg, who is a behavior change specialist. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about this um, and about his behavior change equation, because this can help you change any behavior that you have, any goal that you have. If you apply this equation, it can be life-changing for you. And we don't have to ride the motivation wave because we have other essentially foundational pieces, waves that we can keep riding that keep going. I'm going to tell you the equation and you're going to be like, what? And then I'm going to explain it. B equals M-A-P. What does that mean? (laughs) So I'm going to explain this. Behavior equals motivation 
ability, and prompt. So in order to do a behavior successfully, reach a goal, accomplish something, we must have motivation first. We must want to do it. That makes sense, right? If I told you, go out and do some laps in the swimming pool and you hate swimming, like I do. (laughs) This is a perfect example for me. If someone told me to go out and go do laps in the swimming pool, I would say no. I absolutely do not want to do that. That sounds awful. Please don't make me do that. (laughs) But if someone said, hey, let's go out and run. I like to run. Okay, I've got some high motivation. Maybe we do a race or something. So we have to have motivation. The second thing we have to have is ability. We have to be able to do it. I can't really swim. I could keep myself alive, but I can't do laps very well. And so I don't really have the ability to go out and do that. So even if I did have the motivation, I don't really have the ability to do it. So we have to have motivation. We have to have ability. We have to be able to do it. Do we have a little exercise equipment at our house to do some exercise? Do we have the internet that we can access um, exercise videos on? Do we have the ability to go out and get the food that we need when we need it. So we have to think about what am I able, what am I capable of, or do I need to learn something new? Do I need to learn like a good balance of what a healthy balance of food looks like? That will help with the ability. I'm motivated to eat healthy, but I feel like I don't know what to eat. So I need to learn some things to make me feel able to do it. And then the last part of the equation is a prompt. In order to perform behavior, we have to have something that prompts us to do the behavior. We have a million things going on in our brains and in our lives each day. And if we're not prompted to do the behavior, it's just not likely to happen. So I'm motivated to eat healthier foods. I learned how to set up a healthy plate. That's ability. And then my prompt is maybe on Sunday nights, I meal plan. So I plan my meals according to what I've learned is a healthy plate. Or I'm motivated. I really actually do want to start like running or walking outside. And okay, I got myself some exercise shoes, some, some, some running shoes. So I'm able, I've got running shoes and I've got clothes. Okay, so I've got the ability there. What is going to prompt me to do run to run maybe it's i put my shoes by the door and then i go every time i come home from work maybe it's i wake up first thing in the morning and exercise is the first thing i do before i do anything else maybe it's i put my baby down for a nap and i go for a walk so we have a prompt that says okay this happened so now this is going to happen the behavior In order for your goals to be long-lasting and successful, you must apply all the components of this equation. So now let's go back to the calendar view. Can you bring back your imaginations for a minute? Looking at all of these months of the year, we need another component. We need to learn to set them up in a timely manner. So we have the equation. That gives us a general guideline of how to set up a habit. The problem that we typically run into is that we try to create all these changes up front, which we just talked about. 
We try to shove everything into January and that leaves us with no motivation or ability approximately two weeks into it because we're already burned out. So I want to walk you through a simple process for helping set yourself up for lasting yearly success with your goals. Step number one is to meet yourself where you are. And I'm sorry, I know I talk about this a lot, but you gotta, we got to get there. We've got to get this. This is a big one that we a lot of times don't understand. We have to meet ourselves where we are. Okay, where are you right now? Are you capable of going to the gym five days per week? Are you capable of running? Do you have the ability to run a mile? Maybe not. So maybe your goal first needs to be walking. Maybe you have the ability to walk a mile. You can do that. Maybe you have the ability to walk 10 minutes. You have the motivation to walk, maybe the motivation to run. But your ability level is in a different place. And so we have to honor that. And then you've got to meet yourself where you are. Okay, so make sure when you're setting goals, you're not looking down the street and seeing the way she's doing it or someone that's been doing it for five years. You ask yourself, what is realistic for me right now? What am I able and capable of right now? Step number two is to choose one or two at most, simple habits that you can focus on each month, okay? So maybe it's adding more water into your routine and you focus on water, water, water until water becomes a natural part of your life and it's just not forced. It's just part of your life. Maybe you choose a walk, three-minute walk every day. I can get three minutes in today. And then one day you feel really good and you do five. And then you did 10, whatever it is. And maybe you're thinking, that's way too simple. Like I have way too far to go on my goals. How would I ever reach my goals? And that's a valid concern. But I want to paint the picture of what this looks like doing it this way versus what it looks like trying to cram it all into January. We cram it all into January. We try to do it. We last a couple of weeks and then we have months of nothing. Months of trying to set goals or maybe just calling it quits and nothing to show for it. And then we try another big surge of we get some motivation and we try again and it fizzles out. And so we have some big months of surges and then empty months on your calendar. But what if, I want to paint this picture here. What if you wrote in January, you said, okay, I am going to walk five minutes every day. And I'm going to drink two water bottles a day. And just for the whole month, you're just working on that, working on that, working on that. And then February comes and you go, okay, I've been doing pretty good. I'm going to go 10 minutes. And you got that and you got that. Okay. And I'm going to add a veggie to, to my dinner every night. Awesome. Okay. So we've got a water habit. We've got a walking habit and we just added a veggie. And you go, okay, I'm going to kind of keep going on that with March. Some days I get a little more walking in, but I'm going to really stay consistent with my 10, 10 minutes every day. And then in April you say, okay, I'm feeling good. The weather's getting better. Um, it feels more better to get outside. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to push it. I'm going to go 20 minute walks or, and then I'm going to keep my, keep my nutrition goals. And I'm doing really good because when I eat a veggie, I actually usually drop a carb. And so, um, that helps me, you know, kind of meet my goals and everything. And so I'm walking and 
I feel really good. So, okay. Awesome. Where are we at? June, July, August. Maybe you increase it and you end up to a point where you are doing 30 minutes, 30 minute walks every day. And you decide, okay, I want to focus a little bit more on my nutrition. Now I've got some really good habits with exercise. I'm feeling really good about it. Um, I want to, I want to run, but I, I'm going to give it a minute. I'm going to keep walking for 30 minutes and then maybe I can get a run in for 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is kind of my max. Like I can't give much more time than that. So I'm going to make sure that 30 minutes is my max and and I'm just going to give my 30 minute walk in and okay. I really want to work a little bit harder on my meals and my food. So I'm going to plan a little bit better. I'm going to set a little plan goal for myself. I've already been incorporating a veggie into every meal. Um, I'm going to try to, um, you know, like really stop when I'm 80% full, like I'm going to pay attention to that. And okay, so I'm going to practice that for a few weeks and a few, maybe a couple months, because I really want to get into a habit of eating at home. And, and this is going to take some time. So I'm going to practice it for a few months. And then, you know, maybe September, I'm ready to run, I want to enter a 5k, I'm going to try to run. Okay, so I'm going to start running, I'm going to do, you know, I've got my 30 minutes, I'm going to start with five minutes of running in the beginning, and then I just finish out my 30 minutes of walking. Awesome. Okay. And so I'm doing really good with my meal planning. Um, I really, I really kind of like, I want to drop a few calories maybe because I'm doing really good eating consistently. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to feel a little bit of hunger before I go to bed. I'm going to work on that because I know that helps me. That's like a weight loss state for me is feeling some slight hunger. So I'm just going to focus on that and I'm going to keep exercising. I've got the calories burning exercise wise. I feel really good. I've got some really good systems in place with food and okay, I'm, I'm doing really good and I'm not going to keep going, but basically I want you to think like, look what happened from January to what did we get to September? all the changes that you made just by making a simple change each month and focusing on what you need to and meeting yourself where you're at. It's huge. It's huge. This is big, but it doesn't feel big because we start small and the people that start small are the most successful people. And you can absolutely have these big goals and big outcomes, big outcomes come because of small daily steps. You climb a mountain one step at a time. Every single person has to start at the bottom of the mountain in order to get to the top. So there you have it. The exact process to use that will help you be successful and consistent with your goals all year long. I want you to think about how much more you could accomplish by taking this route instead of the traditional diet route this year. And because I know I made you do a little visualization, I actually have a YouTube video on this same topic where I kind of walk you through it visually. So if you're a visual person, I have that in the show notes that you can link to and go watch. It might help. I'm, I'm a very visual person. And so if I see it, I'll remember it. But if I hear it, sometimes I don't always remember it. So hopefully that is helpful. I want you to consider this as you're writing your goals for this year. And you've got this. This is your year. It's going to be amazing. I'm absolutely confident that if you can start small, you will get where you want to be a lot faster than you think. Okay. I will be back next week. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, 
Did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.